Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, hello. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Let's start off today's episode with a warning. That noise that you probably can hear in the background right now, if I can't remove it in post, is my contractor working on my podcasting studio and uh, master suite upstairs. So we're currently having construction going on, and so if you hear the bangs and the clanks and the saws, that's why. Uh, I was going to wait until he leaves, but we've just got too much going on, so I'm going to have to just record through it, and hopefully... It's not too loud, and I can edit most of the noise out. That being said, it's so loud. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with feedback. I got a whole bunch of feedback this week. The first one comes from uh, Twitter, uh, username at both eyes missing. Creepy name. Um, And they ask about chiptunes music versus orchestra. So it says, at Run Jump Stomp, do you consider video game music in your heart chiptunes or orchestrated? I love video game composer at Zircon, S- Zirk Zircon ST myself. Uh, by the way, I'm a big fan of Zircon as well. I play a lot of their music uh, because they have uh, they allow streamers to play their music. Uh, I play a lot of their music when I'm streaming. So Zircon for the win. Now, what do I uh, consider video game music? I think everything is video video game music, but in my heart of hearts, when I think of video game music, I think of chiptunes. And the reason is because when I was a kid, if I was grounded, which didn't happen too much, but from time to time, I would would earn my parents' ire. Uh, My mother knowing that I loved to play video games, would take the controllers. And what would I do? Well, I would turn on my NES anyway, even though I couldn't play it, and I would listen to the music of, like, the start screens. Uh, So, you know, I would put in the different cartridges and listen to the different uh, music uh, while you're waiting. Now, some games didn't have any music, but some games did. And uh, I just remember really enjoying listening to that stuff. And so... When I'm listening to almost all of the music that I play when I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash runjumpstump, by the way, almost all of that music that I listen to is uh, chiptunes music. Um, Some of my favorite chiptunes composers are Tony Lays. He's really good. Um, Let's see, who else? Alex Maurer. Alex Maurer did the soundtrack to the Penny Arcade uh, TV show. Um, then there's a really great, like, compilation set called Chiptunes Equals Win. Uh, and you can find a lot of, if you just go to my, my, um, my Twitch page, I've got a link to all of the music that I listen to when I'm streaming. Chiptunes Equals Win is very, very good. And they give you a, a really good, 
uh, mix of different stuff. Uh, Gavin Harrison is is awesome, as is Pop Sky. Pop Sky is really great. I love Pop Sky. And uh, one that I recently started listening to is Slime Girls. Uh, and then the last one that I'm going to mention is one that I cannot pronounce, but it's Snild Dolkow. That's S-N-I-L-D-D-O-L-K-O-W. And they make their music on an actual DS. Like, I guess there's this game this game that you could get for the DS called Korg DS. And uh, they've got a bunch of music that they've made using uh, that game. So the, I hope that I answered your question, Both Eyes Missing. Uh, let's uh, move on to the next bit of feedback. And this is from Door to Door Geek, who also is a podcaster, if you guys don't know. Uh, Door to Door Geek on on uh, Twitter said at Run Jump Stomp State of Mind producer says Nintendo Switch is not underpowered. Uh, this is from My Nintendo News, so they were just sending me this uh, this story, and there's not a lot to the story. The, um, there was an interview. The interview is not in English, uh, but the producer said, "Listen, a lot of people are saying that the Switch is underpowered. This and, and that makes people think of how the Wii U." compared to the Xbox One and PS4. Um, that's not the case. It is very... He says that it's it's much easier to port to the Switch than it ever was porting to the Wii U, uh, especially if you're using a common engine. Uh, so that's really good to know. I mean, there's not much more that I can say about that. Uh, I just think that it's really good information to hear. And, I, and he's not the only... Um, the only developer that I've heard say that porting to the Switch is relatively easy compared to uh, previous porting experiences that they've had. Uh, Door to Door Geek also sent in, uh, he heard that this game is coming. It's called Tiny Metal. Uh, now, I'm, I couldn't find if this is running on Switch or not, but the game looks really, really cool. It looks like a top-down, um, actually not really top-down, more like a three-quarters view um, strategy game, turn-based strategy game, where you're moving um, enemy, not enemies, you're moving your armies around uh, in order to interact with each other and, and fight with uh, the enemy, almost like um, Fire Emblem or Advance Wars. Uh, but it's got like, it's not 2D, it's 3D. And like the graphics look really cool. They don't look like they would push the Switch hardware that hard. Um, I think that it looks really cool and I'm interested in Tiny Metal. It really depends on, first off, if it's coming to the US. Although, I mean, the Switch is a, um, the Switch is a, my brain stopped working for a second there. The the saw is very distracting. Uh, the switch is a, a region free, so you don't have to worry about that. I mean, if it's on any eShop, you can get it for for any switch. So I guess I don't even have to worry about if it's whether or not it's coming to the U.S. Although if it's not translated to English, then I certainly wouldn't be able to play it because you know it, games like this are are very. There's lots of uh, text in them. And it's important text that you're going to need to to understand and and, and look at. Uh, but I think Tiny Metal looks pretty good. Thanks for bringing it to my attention. If you want me to uh, talk about your feedback on the show, there's multiple ways that you can do it. You could tweet at me, just like um, Both Eyes Missing and Door to Door Geek did. 
Uh, that's at Run Jump Stomp on Twitter. You could use the hashtag Ask Switchcraft, uh, and I could, re- and I'll respond there as well. You can send an email that's uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can even make a phone call and leave a voicemail that's 260 run jump or 260 786 5867. All right, that's it for feedback. Let's jump in with the news. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. All right, two, well, three, well, four and a lizard. I don't know. There's a bunch of news. Let's, let's, I don't know if I can make this a short episode. I'm going to try. Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console in April. April. I don't know that that's really that big of a surprise. I mean, the PS4 and the Xbox One have been out for a while, uh, a, a very long while. Um, the PS4 Pro has been out for, uh, uh, six months now, maybe, maybe, maybe more than that. I'm not sure exactly, but that's been out for a while. And the switch is relatively new. It came out March 3rd. It's not a huge surprise that it would be the biggest selling console in April. My guess is that people who have the other stuff, or at least most people who have the other stuff have probably already picked those things up. The next piece of information that, that I found interesting is that Mario Kart 8 was the best-selling video game. Um, Again, before we jump for joy, let's see what other games came out in April. Uh, I went and I looked, and there was lots of stuff that was there that I hadn't really heard of. Uh, But the three big things that stood out to me was Persona 5, uh, Ukulele, and Dragon Quest Heroes. Now, Persona 5, I know that people were looking forward to that particular game. So, um... I expected that that sold very well. Uh, Ukulele, that was hyped pretty well, but at the end, like when it finally came out, its reviews didn't come in all that great. And then there's Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Um, again, I think that that's kind of a niche, 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 niche. I don't know how to say it. One of those. I think it's a niche title. Um, so then we've got Mario Kart 8 outselling all three of those. All right, that's not super impressive until you look and see what day Mario Kart 8 came out. Mario Kart 8 was only available for two days in April, and it outsold all of those games. That's really impressive. I mean, we didn't have, other than Persona 5, I don't think that we had any major games that people were really looking forward to. But for Mario Kart 8 to outsell everything in April and only have two days of sales, that's pretty impressive. All right, Audacity crashed, and uh, I lost the first time that I said this stuff, so we'll we'll try this again. Uh, The big focus of today's show is going to be about arms. Uh, Yesterday... Uh, I had to take my son to Taekwondo and then afterwards we went for a run at the track and finally got home and I sat down to watch the ARMS Nintendo Direct and I gotta say, you know, I was really looking forward to that game, but now I am really hyped for it and my guess is that that, that Nintendo Direct really uh, probably changed a lot of people's minds, I'm gonna guess. I'm just guessing. 
Uh, let's talk about what they revealed. First off, they went through all of the characters. So now there's 10 characters in all. Uh, I'm not going to go over the characters that they had already shown. One thing that I will say is that for each character, they showed off uh, the different weapons that those characters can have. So, uh, And when I say weapons, basically the boxing gloves, or as they call them, the arms. They did say that each one has heavy, medium, and light, which is really cool because that means that they have different amounts of momentum, which means that, you know, the lighter ones are going to be a little easier to steer and the harder, the, the heavy ones won't be as easy to steer. That's a really important distinction. And when you're playing, you're probably going to want to make sure that you don't have two heavies or two lights uh, because the heavies, while they are not as easy to steer, when they connect, they do a lot more damage. Each weapon also has certain charge-up abilities, which if you really want to know, just go watch the video. There, there's a bunch of different ones like fire and blind and electricity and ice and etc. Uh, but you charge up the abilities in different ways by blocking um, and by jumping and throwing a punch right afterwards. Uh, so there's different ways that you charge up your abilities and then you unleash them and the abilities depend on what kind of glove you have. Now, the new characters that they talked about, because we'd already seen um, Springman and Ribbon Girl and Master Mummy and stuff like that. By the way, well done. I, I got to give props to the art director and the just the designers of this game, because I was just able to easily rattle off the names of three brand new characters that I have never played a game of. And... Um, I'm pretty sure I got it right, and I wasn't even really thinking about it. That means they've got memorable characters. And that's a really important thing, especially for a competitive game. People fall in love with the characters, and because they fall in love with the characters, they play the game more often, which means that it's easier to get a game, which means you're going to have more fun. All right, let's talk about the new characters. Uh, we got three new characters. There's Kid Cobra. And they didn't really reveal too much about him. He's a snake man. Sure, there you go. Um, then there is Bite and Bark. This is a very unique looking character. Um, basically, it's a duo. So there's there there are two robots. One is a man robot. The other one is a dark a dark a dog robot. And Bite is obviously the man. Bark is the dog. And Bark attacks on his own. Uh, so he just kind of sits off to the side and throws lobs punches at your opponent. Um, he also allows Bite to jump higher, and then he can even become the head of Bite uh, and allow you to do more damage. I think that that character is really cool, and he's going to be kind of frustrating to fight against because you got two people to watch out for, even if uh, Bark isn't really controlled by uh, another player. Then they've got Twintel, uh, an another really great character design. This one, instead of using their arms to fight with, she's using uh, massive pigtails. So those are the the new characters, and I think that they're all really good. And the art design for this game is great, and I think that the character design, like Nintendo, for a very long time, they were just doing the same IPs over and over. And everybody said that Nintendo can only do Mario stuff and Zelda stuff. And then they came out with Splatoon. And they showed us that Nintendo can bring new IP and make really good stuff. Unfortunately, nobody played Splatoon because it was on the Wii U. I'm really looking forward to Splatoon 2, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. 
Nintendo has really brought it with the character design in ARMS. Like I said before, I was able to remember three characters off the top of my head. I wasn't really even thinking about it. I was just talking and it just, they just, like, they just popped out. Like, the names are, are on point. The characters' designs are really cool and they're just really fun to look at. Uh, and the animations, by the way, in this video were fantastic. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about modes. So they have a lot of modes in this game, and some of the modes are very surprising. So the one that we have seen before is just fight, okay? And in the fight mode, there's something new that we hadn't seen before. They will have bombs and healing items drop into the game. Uh, so, like, I did watch a separate video. This is not from the Direct, but they showed, like, these walls pop up in the middle of the match. And you could punch through the walls, or you could even knock your enemy through the walls. And those walls have a chance to have a bomb inside them and blow you up. So that's really interesting. Uh, the other thing is the healing items. Uh, healing items can spawn in the game. And if you go over and hang out with that, that's going to heal you up. So it gives you like this territory to make sure that you're controlling to keep your opponent away from that. I think that's really, really cool. Um, then there's 2v2, which is, you know, I mean, there's not much to say about that, except they added, you know, Nintendo pulled a Nintendo, and they made something really cool. The characters uh, on a team, so let's say you and I are on a team together and we're fighting against two other people, we are attached by a string, so we cannot stray too far from each other. I think that is very cool, and it's going to require some some really good teamwork, Hopefully, Nintendo has voice built in for this, so you are able to talk to each other uh, when you are uh, playing this game. It seems like Nintendo is really betting heavily on online stuff with Mario Kart 8 and uh, Splatoon 2 and ARMS. And so I think that they are going to be supporting voice in all of those games. They don't right now, but I think that they will. Uh, the next surprise in 2v2 is that there's friendly fire. Friendly fire in in a in a team based thing that's going to be really chaotic and fun. I hope you can turn that on and off because I think that would be cool. Um, but you know, even if you can't, I think it's I think it's really good to have on there. Uh, the next thing is volleyball. So basically, there's a ball going over a net. Um, they did point out that you can extend your hand over the net to hit the ball. So it doesn't exactly follow volleyball's actual rules, but I think that that's really cool and I'm looking forward to playing it. The one that they said that was like a throwaway and then I didn't really appreciate it until I saw it was hoops. It's basketball, but you're not playing basketball. You are fighting and when you get a good combo, you can knock your enemy becomes the ball and you knock them into make a basket. How freaking cool is that? I think that Hoops has the uh, the a possibility of being the standout from this whole thing. Fighting somebody and throwing them through a hoop, that's just hilarious. And I watched a few videos of this. You have got to see this stuff. I will try and remember to put it in the show notes of the videos that I watched. But if if um if I forget, just go to runjumpstomp.com slash discord and I had posted some of them in the discord channel so you can find those that way 
Uh, the next one is skill shot. You are on one side of an arena, and your opponent is on the other side, and then they put targets for you guys to punch in between you, and you want to get more than the other person. You can also hit the other person to mate to like to stun them so that you have more of an opportunity to punch those targets. Then there was one on one hundred where you've got like these these like test dummies to pop up, uh, just targets for you to hit, which seemed okay, whatever. Um, there was a solo mode, so there is there there is a solo mode, and it's a grand prix. It just looks like a a, a, a ladder. Just think of Mortal Kombat two in the arcade. You would fight a bunch of dudes just climbing the ladder in order to get to the top and then fight the last boss. They did kind of tease that the last boss like is not somebody that you can play as, or at least not somebody that you can start playing as. Then they talked about party match. Party match seems pretty cool. You can get 20 different players in a lobby. The lobby will automatically put you into 1v1 or 2v2 matches to fight against each other, or maybe basketball or whatever. And, uh, like I think that you just you you uh, earn points by fighting against each other, and then it mixes everybody up again, and you do it again. I think that sounds cool. Um, then there's ranked match. You all know what that is. That is one v one only. Uh, here's the kicker. Here's the really cool thing that I'm very happy to hear is that you can queue for ranked match and then just go play other modes while you're waiting to be matched with somebody. Once you and somebody else match up. Whatever you're doing stops, you jump into that match, you do that, and then you're out. Now, I have always avoided ranked matches in competitive games because I'm always afraid I'm just going to get my butt kicked. But I'm here to tell you you shouldn't do that, and I've learned my lesson. Ranked matches are great, and the reason why they're great is because you are put against people of your own skill level. You know, it might suck at first, because the best people are going to be doing ranked matches right away, okay? Uh, but after a while, the game will learn how good you are, and then it's going to put you against people who are about your your level, and that's going to be more fun. Uh, when you just do a, a regular random person that you're fighting against, there's a good chance that they may be exceedingly better than you or very, very bad at the game, and that's not fun for anybody. Uh, so I highly recommend that you guys check out Ranked Match, and I really am happy that you don't have to just sit there and look at a screen while you're waiting for your Ranked Match to come up. They said that local wireless, um, basically you can do up to eight players party match style. So when you're online, party match is 20 players. And by the way, that's 10, 10 consoles, two, cons- two people per console. Uh, and then local wireless is up to four consoles, um, two people per console, or I think it will also take eight consoles, one person per console. I think it works either way, but I'm not 100% positive on that. Um, they also said that there is in, in-game currency that you earn when you're playing, and you use that in-game currency to buy more weapons. Now, let's say it looks like you get, um, you buy like a loot box, kind of like in Overwatch. So you get this loot box and then you open it up and it might have, uh, it has a random weapon in it. Now, if it's a ran, if it's a weapon that you already have, the duplicate gets a higher attack power. So that's how you can level up. Now, 
they didn't say anything about microtransactions. So I don't believe that you can buy the currency. That doesn't seem like something that Nintendo would do. If they do, I'll I'll be very unhappy to be proven wrong. But if they do, I uh, expect a lot of people to be very unhappy because that's that feels like pay to win. Because if you can if you can buy dupes or if you can buy the currency and then use the currency to buy uh, boxes and then you open the boxes to get higher attack power because you get a duplicate, that's going to really imbalance things and that's going to make it so that people with a lot of money will always beat up the people who don't. I don't think Nintendo's going to do that, but you never know. Um, they also said that the game is going to get free updates uh, that includes new fighters, new stages, and new arms in the future. So I think that's awesome. I really love how Nintendo supports their software after launch, um, especially like Smash Brothers had DLC, um, Splatoon... Well, actually, this is not this is not like Smash Brothers DLC. This is like Splatoon's DLC. Splatoon just kept updating the game and giving you more free stuff. I think that's a really good way to do it, and I like that they're doing it that way. Um, it's free updates. I mean, who can complain about free? Uh, if you have played uh, the Splatoon uh, Global Test Fire that they had when the Switch first came out, basically, it was like a week and a half after the Switch first came out, I believe. Um, then you already know what this is going to be like, but there is an arms global test punch. I love the, I love the phrasing. And by the way, like sprinkled throughout the entire Nintendo direct about arms was many, many hilarious puns. I think the localization team for arms has done an amazing job at making very, very funny puns for us to appreciate and enjoy. All right. So like I was saying, the arms global test punch uh, that is May 26th through 28th, and then June uh, 2nd through 4th. So uh, basically the way that this works with Splatoon, or worked in the past with Splatoon, is you would ha you, you can download the, the, the game now to try it out, all right? But you can't play it yet. Uh, and then when those dates come, and again, that's uh, May 26th to 28th and June 2nd to 4th, uh, when those dates come around, there's going to be specific times, at least this is how it worked with Splatoon uh, and Splatoon 2, there's going to be specific times where you can actually log in and play. And it's basically just them stressing their servers to see how many people can we get all hitting the servers at the same time and can the servers survive. Um, I got to say, them bringing this global test punch, uh, brand new IP that people are, it's untested. I feel like Nintendo must be really confident with ARMS. And I think that ARMS is going to be one of those games that we're going to be talking about for an exceedingly long time. Uh, because I think this this game has some serious staying power. Uh, I'm not going to make the It's Got Legs pun. Everybody else has already made that. If I do, it is by accident. Uh, so anyway, that is the uh, ARMS Direct in a nutshell. Uh, at the end of the Arms Direct, they did show off some footage from Splatoon 2, and most I'm not going to get into too much of it because the episode's already going pretty long. But uh, the takeaways are that the Octarians are back; those are the bad guys from the first one, and there is a new single player. And the new single player has me very hyped because even though I really liked the the multiplayer, and I liked the multiplayer in Splatoon a lot. I absolutely adored 
the single player, even though it was a relatively short campaign, um, the different ways that they allow you to interact with the ink and the environment were really, really clever and well thought out and almost always very surprising. Uh, so I'm very, very hyped for the new single player campaign. Uh, in fact, if you haven't already played Splatoon 2 and you have access to a Wii U, you absolutely should, or Splatoon 1, I'm sorry. Uh, if you can get a hold of Splatoon 1 on a Wii U, I mean, don't spend a bunch of money if you don't already have a Wii U. But if you've got access to a Wii U, play Splatoon 1, and when you get to that boss fight, I mean, if you don't agree with me that it's one of the best boss fights of all time, then you should probably just stop listening because we can't be friends anymore. It was amazing. I love that boss fight, and I, I've played it multiple times because it's that good. And I'm not somebody who replays games. Um, the last thing is they've got a Splatoon bundle, so it looks like we're going to have our first bundle. Um, it's, uh, it comes with uh, green and pink Joy-Cons. Uh, comes with a Switch, and Splatoon is the pack-in. Uh, I did, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I didn't see... Let me see if I can find it in podcast stories. I'm looking at the Reddit, or not the Reddit, the, um, oh, it's in Japanese. Okay. So I was looking at the, uh, at my podcast stories channel in the discord and somebody had posted a super Nintendo had posted it in there, but it's in Japanese. So I don't see the price on there and I was dumb and did not look it up ahead of time. Uh, but I'll just tell you what's in it. Um, it's got uh switch in there with green and pink joy cons it comes with splatoon 2 and it looks like it comes with some cards i can't i don't really know what this is if you want to know what it is um join the discord and it's it's weird it looks like this weird plastic thing that you would hang on something i'm not sure what it is anyway um there's also you can buy the green and pink joy cons separately oh never mind i see what this is this is um (laughs) It's like one of those, uh, it's a plastic thing you would hang where you would go into a store and they're out of things. They're like, hey, we're all out of Amiibo. They would hang like this plastic thing where it goes. And that's what I'm seeing uh, here. Um, It says, I'm not sure what the price is, but uh, there's also a Pro Controller that is the Splatoon Edition that has the, the handles of the Pro Controller are green and pink. And then there's even a case, which is um, black, but with uh, Splatoon stuff on it, and then green and pink zippers. Um, I love Splatoon, and I think that they've really hit gold with that stuff. I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm very hyped for it. So that's it for the Nintendo Direct. Let's talk about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe some more. Okay, this has been a long episode, so I'm going to go fast. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has been updated to 1.1.0. Here are the big changes. I'm not going to go through everything, but the big ones. You can now see the the people's names in your rear view when you look behind you. Um, That's kind of cool. Um, You can also have two players spectate a friend group while waiting. So let's say that you and I are hanging out at my house, and I want to... We're going to join somebody else's friend group. Um, we, When we join, we can sit there and both watch the and spectate uh, a friend group while we're waiting to join that friend group. So that's cool. Uh, they said that worldwide and regional uh, will add 
players to the mirror and 200 cc levels less often i just wish they'd let us pick which uh which which level that we want to be at that would be better i think um you can start an online lobby with over 100 friends what that mean i don't believe that that means that you can now have an online lobby that has 100 friends in it i believe that means if you started an online lobby before and you had over the 100 friends in your friend list it caused bugs and you weren't able to do that so now you can start one um it says starting positions are in the order in which players join so when you join up if uh you had not been playing before then your starting position will be you know if you joined before i did then you would be in front of me at the beginning again in mario kart you get you, you get stopped and there's so much passing back and forth that's really not that all that important the tournament clock is fixed which is awesome because now i might actually be able to delete uh, the first tournament that I made where I had to automatically kick everybody out and change teams because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, so I haven't tried to fix that yet, but I'll try tonight maybe. And then the last thing is that they adjusted the animation for Inkling Girl. Uh, it looked like she was flipping you the bird, uh, and now they just kind of have her doing a fist pump. So uh, they kind of got rid of that. I didn't even know it was in there before, so whatever. All right, two quick things, and then I am out of here. Sonic Forces. Um, there is, apparently, you can make your own character for Sonic. I think that's cool. I still probably won't play Sonic Forces. I don't like 3D Sonic games. I don't think they're very good. They take the control away from the character too often because, or from the player too often, because they want to give you that sense of speed, and I just don't like that. Um Gameplay this week, and I, I news was huge, so gameplay is going to be tiny. The only game that I've played on the Switch this week, I can't believe that I'm saying this, is Minecraft. I'm playing Minecraft on the Switch. I wasn't even interested in it. And then for some reason, there was like a little thing at the back of my brain that was like, you should try it out. You should try it out. Go ahead. I mean, you know you like Minecraft. Wouldn't it be great to play it? So, yeah, I ended up buying it. Uh, I'm playing it a lot. It's vanilla Minecraft. Uh, if you really want to know my thoughts, go to runjumpstomp.com. And right there is just a quick overview that I wrote one day um, after playing it for a little bit. Well, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, please let me know. There's a lot of ways that you can do that. I listed them at the beginning of the show. But if you missed any of those, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Runjumpstomp on Twitter, 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Get a hold of me. Let me know what you think. If you're looking for ways to support the show, uh, be it buying Doc Socks from my awesome wife or uh, other cloth goods that she sews uh, featuring Nintendo characters or Doctor Who characters or other nerdy stuff, uh, head on over to etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp uh, if you want to support the show through patreon you can join become a patron if we get 50 bucks a month we are going to add another episode of switchcraft every week and all the other ways that you can support the show actually there is one more way that you can support the show that doesn't cost you a dime two more ways my goodness i almost forgot about these the, the first way that you can support the show that doesn't cost anything is just go and give us a review on iTunes, just like 8-Bit Dad did. You know, go go there, give us, give us a review, let us know what you think, I'll read it on the show. And then lastly, if you buy things from Amazon, 
Just go to runjumpstomp.com slash support. Click the link to Amazon. And if you buy anything through Amazon after clicking after clicking that link, I get money from it, and it doesn't cost you anything. So anyway, that's it for today. I will see you guys next time. Whew, that was a long show, I think.